I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, Illinois beats the Gophers 76-53. College basketball Timberwolves tomorrow night right here against uh, OKC on WCCO. Mike Hastings is the head coach at Minnesota State Mankato hockey team. They're ranked number one in the country yet again. And, uh, Coach, I know that uh, as a coach you, you, you worry about, uh, there's a power play just right, who do I need to change the penalty kill, et cetera. But are you able ever to take a deep breath when you get to the top of the polls and at least say, hey, this is this is fun. I really enjoy this. Are, are coaches, are you not made that way? Uh, no, you know what? At the end of games, you get a little bit of that, and it probably gives you about 15, 20 minutes of uh, being positive about it, and then you turn the page and – and go on to the next one, but it's it's been a good first half for us, a good start to our second half, and we're just looking forward to next weekend. You went into Massachusetts; they were number one in the country to start the season, and you win two, and and you played well. You kept the score low. You, know, you obviously have a great goalie. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, what did that do for you right off the top? Not, you know, not that these things don't exchange, and, and being ranked first and, the, and it doesn't mean everything. Uh, obviously, once you get to the playoffs, but 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 you had that, and then you split with St. Cloud, who was really good. I mean, you had, you had quite a start to this season. Well, and it it, it ended up being uh, a positive for us because I think it it launched us into our our conference play, and you know, and us coaches were we're more pessimistic than optimistic and uh when, when when you go when you go out to umass you're you're wondering what's going to happen and uh, the experience was a little unique just because it was the first time we we'd played in front of fans for a while mm-hmm. um, and they, they had a sold out place and uh got off to a good start that night not so much the next but our our non-conference allowed us to to get off in a good spot in the the ccha and and so i think our our team uh, some of the young guys that came in along with our, our leadership group uh, just put us in a good spot going into conference play, and we've kind of rolled that from that point on. You know, um, might God help us if we ever have to go back to empty arenas and, you know, hearing the stick to yeah, It's great to hear tape to tape and stick to, you know, puck to stick and all that, but uh, they're nothing like fans and ambiance. Uh, everybody has a little bit different lens on this. What was last year like for you as a coach or for the program to play, play well, but not play in front of fans. You know what? It was it was different, and and you think about the athletes first, right? And and they they just once the puck drops, it's hockey, and and so they get out and go out and compete. And for us, it was different because all of a sudden, uh, everybody could hear the coaches. Uh, <laughs> Careful just, now, right? <laughs> exactly, not just the guys on the bench. So. It was it was different, and I think it was different for everybody. And the one thing that we found down here when when we were able to have fans back in the building uh, just this last 
this last opportunity we had on Thursday to play at home. Uh, you know, we had we had fifty one hundred in the building, and and it's it's something that's special. And so when that gets taken away, it, it changes the game for the players a little bit because when you're playing at home and you're playing in front of your 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 fans, your family. Uh, you, you can draw some energy off that. So it was a little bit different, and it was something that we went through, and hopefully, as you just said, we we don't go back to. Mike Hastings is our guest. Minnesota State Mankato plays Ferris State this week. Uh, one of the teams that gave them a loss this year, one of the rare losses this year. Um, you know, when when you last year, one of the other concerns that uh, college coaches had uh, were the high school seasons and the junior seasons because – you want to recruit and you want to see who the players are out there that you might be recruiting. And there was some fear that hey, they could shut down these and ownership here and the USHL there, all those things. What was recruiting like last year for you? Not just in terms of, you know, sometimes once you identify a player and you've seen them enough, but, but it's that next year where you're going, I got to check this guy out. You're, you're right. Nothing uh, substitutes going and, and watching a player, you know, only, you know, you, you get to see the on ice and, and now with technology and, and being able to get on different forms, whether it's instat or, or different programs, we can watch players play. But when you, you get to see them in the team environment and what happens when adversity shows itself um, and how they react to that. And then actually when they're successful, how they react to that. And it's, it's different. It's we're all still learning. Um, and it's it's a little bit different. I, I like that we're back to a little bit of normalcy uh, where we're at right now. But I, I again, I, I don't think there's a recruiter in the country that will tell you that will ever substitute you being able to be in the building and see uh, prospective student athlete be able to react to the pluses and minuses of what goes on in a game. I had a coach tell me once, and I kind of agree with this based on you know growing up and playing sports and everything. He said he always wanted to be there for the warm ups. Because you can tell if a guy has a game face. You can tell if the guy interacts with his teammates when you're, you're you know, if, if you're game ready, but yet there's this, still this zone that you're in where you can, you know, you can uh, converse and be social to an extent with it. And he wanted to see how he interacted with teammates. He wanted to see what he looked like. He wanted to see how serious he took warm-ups. Now think about that. That's never going to show up on tape, is it, that, 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 that you're going to access. But, but do you look at that? Is that? Can you tell a guy's presence by the way he takes the ice in the, those five minutes before face-off? Well, I think there's some of that. I think there's there's a little nuance there that you always want to see based upon what your experiences have been, either when you played or, or now that you're watching for players that are going to be playing in your program. Um, but at the, the most important part is when when the lights go on and the puck drops and, and really the fans are there to, to spectate and you just can never replicate that other than just letting a guy go out and play and seeing how he reacts to the, again, the pluses and the minuses that go on in a game. I just, uh, it, it's refreshing to be back in buildings and be able to see how they react to that because it's, it's, that's the real game when the game, when the puck drops. And it's something that I don't think we'll ever be able to go back to. I just hope we can just keep going where we're at right now with a lot of things that are going on right now. When you look at, the NHL and college yeah. games being postponed, different things that way. Uh, I just don't think you'll ever be able to get into anything but seeing a game uh, the way that we get to when we're, when we're at it. Uh, there's a guy by the name of Dryden McKay that kind of, he, he can silence some crowds. Where, where did you first find him? What did you see? You know what? I'm going to give the credit to my recruiting coordinator, Todd Cannot. Uh, he's 
uh, I think he's got a bright mind and a bright future. Um, and he, he saw something special in Dryden. And we got to see him in Madison when he was playing in the USHL. Um, and I'm spoiled. This is year four with him. Um, yep. and, and he's a guy that you feel comfortable writing on the lineup sheet every night because you know what you're going to get from him. And one of the special things about him is just his preparation and what he does before a game, what he does after, and how he can fit into your team playing in front of him. And he just gives us a confidence. Um, and it's it's going to be something that I'm – I know I'm clicking the days down here because he's going to have an opportunity to play pro hockey after this year. And uh, I, I wish we could have those guys have six years of eligibility, but it doesn't work that way. <laughs> you know, now you can almost get that sometimes if you petition. But uh, uh, when I always am fascinated by that position, the goalie position, because it's so unique. Uh, if you're to explain what makes a great goalie, starting with size and moving into the mental side of things, how would you describe that person? Well, I mean, I think the old adage is, is, you know, everybody's kind of let goalies be themselves because anybody that wants to make a living stop, you know, stopping pucks coming at you at 100 miles an hour, uh, that makes you special to begin with. Um, and for me, qualities that, that Dryden has exuded and, and even guys that have come before him is just a calmness. Uh, he settles us down when, when, when we're making mistakes, he can erase them. Um, and, and literally he just, he, he gives us a confidence that if we make a mistake, it's not going to go in the back of the net. And I think he, he allows us to play with some confidence and, and not really worry that if we make a mistake, he's going to be there to, to make sure that doesn't go in the back of the net. And it, it allows everybody to play with the confidence that they wouldn't if it was going the other direction. Let, let me phrase it a little bit different way. If you're watching a youth game, uh, say 12, 11, 12 year olds, do you ever see it? a guy is skating, a defenseman, a forward, and you go, you know what, you should try goalie. I mean, do you ever see, like, like maybe they're not quite as good a skater, but you see something else? Do, can you, as a coach, see that? Or, or uh, do, do, does a kid need to want to be a goalie to be a goalie? Well, what I, in my experience, it's been, you know, a, a guy that, that doesn't mind putting himself out there. Um, and we've got a, a defensive core that we're, we're spoiled with and the idea that their job is to make sure it doesn't get to them. Um, but I, I do think it's, it takes a special breed to say I'm, I'm going to be the last line of defense and um, I'm the one that's going to stand up there when things aren't going well. And Dryden's done that for us, and I think it's a, a special quality in a play. Yeah, I mean, you, 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 the it factor is something, isn't it? Now, now you signed a pretty good class here, it looks like, coming in, too, with a pretty heavy uh, Minnesota emphasis through the juniors. Yeah, you know, and, and again, I think that goes through, you know, we try to let as as much experience speak for uh, a, a player's potential. And we, you know, more more years in than out, we, we like to see guys that have an opportunity to show themselves not only at the high school level, midget level, but then what do they do when they get to a higher level? And the, the USHL, the North American Hockey League, even some of the, the programs and, and um, leagues that are in, in, in Canada, it, it just gives us a little bit more information to make a decision on, is that person going to be able to handle that when they get to our level? When, uh, I just think those experiences are things that can't be erased because 
uh, you know, shots on net, three percentage, goals against, those types of things. How do they handle when it goes behind them, and can they can they move on to the next play? And I, I just think any time that we get an opportunity to be able to see guys do that in junior hockey, it gives us a little bit more of a, a book on a player. And we, we, we like to rely upon that, especially in the goaltending position because uh, it's it's one that if they can replicate that at the higher level, it, it translates to our level a little bit better. Uh, I'm going to test you now, Coach, because you signed one. And this is kind of cool about Minnesota, and it's in part Mankato being there, and you're seeing more and more kids from southern Minnesota uh, that become Division One hockey players, but you got one from Albert Lee. Uh, for the life of me, I got no idea how to pronounce his last name. Campbell? It's Schwakitz, and he's, you it's, know what? He's, it's what? Schwakitz is is what I've got in and he's he he is a young man that I think we have had a history of in the short time that I've been at NSU is is a little bit of a late bloomer. Uh-huh. Like uh, he had played in in you know the 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 league that he had been in two years ago was one that's not heavily scouted, and he's just stayed with it. And he's playing for a program now in Alaska, a guy that is a Minnesota guy. Mike Akins is the head coach, uh, played at Denver University in the old WCHA. And he's just kind of found himself here over the last year and a half. And those guys going along with some of the people that we've had before, like Akins Nelson, who had gone to the North American League and found his way into the National Hockey League, uh, was a little bit of a late bloomer, and he's just shown himself in his time here with Alaska that I think he's going to have a bright future in front of him in college hockey. And it's it, it happens sometimes early for some players, sometimes later for others, and we're excited about him becoming part of our program next year. Hockey Day in Minnesota coming, and a lot going in, your, you know, aside from COVID, everybody fights, but uh, uh, the fact that you guys have had this kind of a run and you're bringing it down there, and, and it certainly looks at least like right now it's going to be cold enough <laughs> to, to facilitate it, you know. So, uh, what, what is that? You know, I don't know, you know, I grew up near Mankato, so I understand it, and, and they were not Division One in hockey when I was there. Uh, when I lived in that area, I didn't go to Mankato State, but. Uh, uh, to to see this kind of birth of the sport, you know, beyond uh, it used to be Rochester, and that was the only place in southern Minnesota that that, that played hockey, and, and now to see how it is stretched out there, what will that what will that day be like? Uh, and, and what will you know, give us some perspective on that because it's pretty significant in that you know twenty five years ago nobody would have ever thought there'd be a hockey day in Minnesota in Mankato. Yeah, you know, and that's a, a great question. I I grew up. In northern Minnesota, I, I was an old Section Eight guy. You're two one eight guy, yeah. <laughs> exactly, and and so when I when I went to juniors a hundred years ago, uh, it was I, I played in Austin for Frank Sugatory, who's from Coleraine, and uh, <laughs> I you know, know Frank, <laughs> and you know that family. Yeah, he coached down in the USHL for the Rochester too, I think, didn't he? Absolutely, yeah. and that's that's actually where I played for Frank in Austin and in, in Rochester, and yeah. at that time. There, there wasn't the, you know, I, I guess the history of what there is now with with what's going on in the southern part of the state. And our local local organizing committee here in Mankato has done a phenomenal job at, I think, setting the table and, and the Minnesota Wild being a big part of that and giving our our community an opportunity to show what it is now where you're from in southern Minnesota, I think it's it's going to be a great stage for us to show what it is about being part of the great state 
of Minnesota and, and showing what it is now for what it used to be of uh, an area that you can come down and enjoy and actually, you know, find your way to a Division One level or, or if you're aspiring to be in the National Hockey League, I think you're going to get a really good view of what it is now here in the southern part of the state. And I think we'll show very well. They've done a phenomenal job. The community's done an incredible job putting their arms around it. And uh, us showcasing high school youth and now the Division One level. And, and I think a lot of people are going to be really impressed with what from border to border is going on in our state and the opportunities that we have for young people to be able to chase their dreams. And we're really excited about it, and I look forward to having the opportunity to behind the bench playing outside against another upstart program in, in St. Thomas and, and really showcasing what we have here in the state. All right, last question. Dryden McKay or Steve Carroll in the Nets for Mankato? <laughs> you know what? I hope Steve's playing in the alumni game. I hope he's he's he's, he's mending those posts. But uh, I'm going to tell you right now, not a shot against Steve, but I'll, I'll take Dryden when we're playing on. Well, I told Saturday. Steve. I said I got to see the film again. He said we didn't have film back then. Only sketches. <laughs> exactly. It's it's. You know what? I I just think it's it's a fantastic opportunity for for us to showcase what it is here down in the southern part of the state and and just celebrate what we have in a game that we we can call part of our fiber. Um, And we're excited about the opportunity. Coach, thank you so much. Continued success. Max, thanks a lot. I appreciate it and keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Coach Hastings, Minnesota State Mankato. And the beat goes on. I mean, you don't understand, unless you grew up in the southern part of the state like I did, the, the thought, I mean, where I grew up, I'll explain after this, but Minnesota State or Mankato State at that time and being number one in the country in hockey. No, 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 no. That, that doesn't compute. I'll explain when we come back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.